0: Coming to you direct from the Norman Rockwell painting that is Spokane. It's the Queer Centric with your host, Queers Johnny. Welcome to another amazing installment of the Queer Centric. Uh, super excited to be in a full house today. Um, and welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank My you. two guests. Please, we're going to start right away by just having introducing, because you're neither of you are strangers to our show. Right. True. So, OK, let's start. I love it's like a it's like a lie detector test for Ian. True. It's and then someone over here has to be like, he's telling the truth. I'm That's seeing okay. deceit. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what's the trick? You like put a pebble in <laughs> your <there's> shoe <laughs> or something. Right. Yeah. What is it, there's a does spike it in
0: work? blood pressure? Uh, right. <laughs> I want to know if it were. I, I have no reason to ever be on a lie detector test, but maybe we'll be famous. And then they do that now to famous people. If you Big interview Bird with
2: there. Vogue, who was Big Bird? Are you serious yeah. right now? And then uh, Cookie Monster and Elmo came in and asked him questions. Oh, I want to yeah. know. Did he lie? Not once. He, did, wow. uh, he didn't even seem like he knew how to lie. So
0: My favorite, uh, <laughs> be- before we get to introductions, my favorite is on TikTok. There is this uh, uh, Elmo puppet who is very not nice, and I, I'm here for it. <laughs> I am here for it. It is my favorite thing to hear a high-pitched little Muppet, just
2: a bitch. And I'm in. So, I mean, that's because they, that's my personality. Th- I was going to say that's that's kind of how people perceive you, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm, i in. I'm in. If I take helium, it's that you can't tell the difference. Uh, sir Ian. Yes. Sir Ian. That's, ooh. Oh. Oh. Uh, why didn't you tell us? So you've been here? I have before. Twice
1: yeah. before. I think so. Is this is third time. I.
2: Uh, I think this is the third time. Okay. Yeah. Third time club. <laughs> that's a big deal. Big
1: deal. Tell us, sir, whatever you want us to know about you. Oh, gosh. Uh, how much time do we have? No. Uh, <laughs> my name's Ian. Uh, is he, him pronouns? I nice. work in the nonprofit sector here in Spokane uh, and then run around and do other things as well. A ton of other so. things. It makes
0: me <laughs> tired. That's how much stuff you do outside of this. <laughs> it's all fun. So. Now, the uh, fashionably amazing, uh, as everybody can see from cameras, uh, this is two, right? Yes. Second time. Awesome, tell The me. second coming. The second coming, mm, that's my favorite.
3: Uh, <laughs> tell me, tell us what, you, we, what we need to know. Well, my name is C.S. Lawrence. Uh, my pronouns are he, she, they. I am a non-binary uh, gay person. Uh, I am a writer and a musician, um, but I also have a really boring day job, obviously, that pays the bills.
0: Isn't that the worst? Someone asked, actually, uh, I was at a meeting, and someone said, oh, so obviously, so this is just what you do. And I was like, no. well, yeah, it is what I do, <laughs> but no, it, I have a day job that, sorry about it, but it annoys the fuck out of me. And, uh, but you do that in order to do what you, you want. Exactly. I think Ian, you are the one person that has a job you want, I think. Yep. Yeah.
1: Cause you're doing passion work. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and you get paid. So there are some stressful days I would could do without. Uh, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but on the whole, yes. Welcome so. to nonprofit.
3: Yeah, exactly. exactly you know, I want to say I got yeah. a chance to go up to Odyssey for Perry Street Pride, and I was amazed I at the work that your staff is doing there. Honestly, it's... the future leaders of this country, mm. I really believe, are going to come from a place like that. So I just want to yeah. say you are doing an incredible job, Ian. It's beautiful. Thank you. You really, really are. It's doing the fluttery also, for you, Jonathan.
0: Also... What was that?
3: Are you doing the flattery
0: for you? I know. See, that's because it's, it's awesome. We we cheer people on.
1: Perry Street Pride? What? Mm-hmm. Tell me, what is happening? How did <laughs> I not know about this? I need to know. It's only been around for a handful of years. Okay. And we, cut, we squished it way down during the pandemic, of course. Well, yeah. Um, but... We're back full force, so it'll probably be, we don't know for sure yet, but probably be the fourth Saturday of June. Uh, so a little neighborhood festival, all oh the restaurants God. participate, so there's food specials, there's flags everywhere. I did not know there's, that this year,
0: oh yeah. I'm being there. For everyone who's not in Spokane, uh, the Perry District is the, the, one of the cool spots. You know every city has pockets that they put it out. That And Perry District is one of my favorites. When I was uh, younger... We will say we won't say how many years ago it was, but I remember it was when they were just starting to build up and they had, oh, the garage, which was the coolest little coffee place you could go to. Obviously, because that was one of the first people who were using the garage doors. Right. And I would go there all the time. And that's when they were just starting to pick things and make them cool. And now I'm super excited. I love the Perry District. So when you're in Spokane next, you'll want to go place to check to, out. When you come in because you're going to go see the live show in February, you there's a place you can go, go to. So, yeah. So there there you go. Uh, we already know what you do or who you are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> but, pretty straightforward. Uh, not yet doing. You're with the rest of us. We're not all as
2: lucky as Ian's. You, you're not yet doing what you love in life. Oh, right? I mean, in small spurts, kind of. Yeah. You know, when I can fit it in, but. <laughs>
0: That so many things in that that sentence we could unpack. No, <laughs> I'm experts I yeah. we could fit it in. <laughs> story of my life. Story of my life. Yeah, so you're you're in the same boat as the rest of us. We are uh, here in the still cold. It's gonna be this way mm-hmm. for I don't do cold.
2: I mean, it's, I it's, it's 35 degrees warmer than it was. Like, it, yeah, this is week, true so. when it was.
0: Well, and I got, uh, I was talking to someone, my, so when I was home visiting family, it snowed in Wenatchee seven inches and I had to clear my mom's driveway because I'm a good son, <laughs> of course. Um, well, they had the same thing happen today. And I was like, you keep that shit there. <laughs> do not send it. Because, you know, we're typically two days off of Wenatchee. I don't want
2: the I, snow. I can't picture you using a shovel for some reason. Yeah, it's I true.
0: I I almost couldn't move the next day. But I'm not going to let my 77-year-old mom do it. You know, could you imagine? Oh my god. I would I would be one of the neighbors judging
2: me. Wow, what a horrible. You thing. You, you shovel all salts <laughs> I, and then you just hit her. Right.
0: Way. And my mo- and this was the funny thing. So my mom, she I'm like, you know, shoveling driveway and I thought I heard something. I turned around. And my mom had run out onto the porch to take a picture of her son because she was so excited and I just I just went about my business pretend not to notice she blew up her entire all of her siblings she blew them up <laughs> she's sending it to her church I like, it's not that exciting God but, okay do, thank God, you. Do, God does perform miracles he's doing physical labor <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm like that is so nice of but yeah you know but um, so snow may be coming everyone in this just so you're warned i'm the weatherman right now could be coming and i just want to stay in my house then Mm -hmm. i don't have time to stay in my house but there you go um before we start into what we're we're starting a new type of format today and we'll get into that in a minute but i do want to remind everyone who is listening to the show uh that's entertainment our live show is coming on saturday february 25th uh we are Full. It's and just so you know, the stress level that I'm at. Uh, I have numbered the days, and we have 53 days until show day, and until then, I'm going to be insane. Mm-hmm. So everybody, mark your calendars. Doors open at 6:30. Uh, show starts at 7. There's going to be music. There's going to be a live Broadway opening number. Ooh. There's uh, going to be comedians. There's going to be film. We're going to talk about film. It's going to be a, a and it's it's being catered. Um, it's going to be a night to celebrate and just have a good time. You know what I mean? For people who, who are all asking, uh, the most important thing, is, as we've talked about on this show many times, um, the way we got marriage equality was we started being who we were and telling our stories and having no apologies, and that's exactly what this is. Because you know what the great the great common denominator is of all people? We all love entertainment. Mm-hmm. And if you don't you're a demon and I don't trust you. <laughs> so, so it's going to be a great night. Everybody welcome. Uh no cover, just show up and have fun and you know,
2: eat really good food because our caterer is amazing. You you intrigue uh, them with the entertainment and you actually yeah. draw them with the catering. I see. Yeah, as it, as it as spoken works.
0: And let me tell you, that is some good food. This this girl knows exactly what she's doing and we've used her before on events. So super excited. So please mark your calendars and uh, tell all your friends and yeah, we're going to get louder and louder until day of. Because uh, high Spokane people, you don't love to come out. You don't. You don't love to leave your house. But when, because I don't either. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> but I bet you'll leave your house for this, won't you? Absolutely. Mr. Lawrence. I knew it. See? We have it on, have it on record. <laughs> I know. See? I mean, I've also uh, uh, lassoed in your your hubby over there into helping me. so.
3: <laughs> Well, like you said, the last time I was here, you know, we've known each other for, you know, almost a hundred years. I remember when we met at Truman's inaugural and you're like, oh, that (laughs) Truman guy, he's on to (laughs) something. Exactly. See? And we were like, oh,
0: we're good people. Yeah, we're good people. We know what it is. It's true. We know each other a lot. So we talked about a new format, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that we are basically I go through the news and I decide, oh, that's an intriguing article. And I'm going to make an overall theme. And we're gonna we're gonna. I want to talk about. I want to drill down on some subjects um, because I've been told many a times you guys talk about so much and it's so short. <laughs> <laughs> I am a short king, so that that happened. So I want to something that's been intriguing. There was an article that came out. That uh, the title of the article was "What Does the Q Stand For Anyways?" Um, and it was a really well written article. I mean, it was it was lighter, but basically the the premise was. Maybe with everything that's going on around us, we should just understand it more. Because, you know, as we talked about on this show a couple months ago, David Sedaris, who I love, uh, the satirist and amazing writer that he is, had released something in the Times saying he's tired. He's tired of having to learn one more thing because he's been around longer than I have. I mean and he was like, I've been there at the beginning. I, I I I had to identify as gay, and then you know, you change and he goes, and I'm just tired of one more. Which I love him, I don't love what he said, but it started this, oh, there is a conversation going on out there. And what is interesting is this evolution of an identity is what's going on. And I find that fascinating. And I feel I choose to look at it as As we evolve as humans, we are finding ways in where we identify where we feel more comfortable, where I don't think the options were there as clear before. So why are we so mad that we have these these ways to make us feel more alive in our skin? You know what I mean? So I thought it would be a fascinating discussion in this group to talk about. Also, the thing that is mistaken a lot is uh, there is a difference in the alphabet, in our alphabet, in in our world, of what is identifying sexuality and what is identifying what I consider queer. Because queer, I use queer on this show because it's an all-encompassing, all-inviting uh, and welcoming term. I have received plenty of emails that don't like that we use queer on this show. And I thought, well, let's talk about it. So let's start by going around the room and saying, what does queer mean to you? Is queer something that you, choose to own as as something that you identify as, what does it mean? So, Ian, sir. Oh, God, I, know, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's,
1: I was definitely the kid growing up that purposely sat in the back of the classroom. Oh. Um, <laughs> just going to throw that out there. Right. Um, <laughs> Welcome to a microphone. I know. Um, so I, in my own personal life, generally use queer to identify for myself. Yeah. Um, and largely because it's everything else didn't feel like it was enough yeah as an identifier and then when i'm talking about community or the group or right. however um yeah. i tend to switch back and forth it depends yeah. who i'm speaking to, to yeah. and about uh, so on um, this in this setting i would use queer quite frequently right. if i'm te- uh facilitating a lecture or what have you in front of a group of teachers uh yeah. k-12 teachers i'm probably going to use some version of the alphabet soup right. uh, list uh, right. as opposed to queer, mostly because if the word turns people off, they're not going to listen all right. the time.
0: Well, and the thing that gets me as well is why Why do we feel like if we use queer as a moniker that it negates any of the others? Totally. Uh, and when I look at, at the alphabet, I identify with a few things on that. But mm-hmm. we do feel, and I think it's a cultural thing, we feel like we have to just be in a box, you know what I mean? Like I, I mean, I, I come from entertainment and so I think of the that, that uh, the powers that be in the entertainment world are always like, We're gonna need you to decide on what you are. You can't be <laughs> all of these things. We'll allow it if you are as famous as Cher or if you're or gaga. We'll allow it because you earned up there. But we want you to be in a box. You know what I mean? But I don't believe saying queer because I don't know when you started identifying queer, but you know, I've been around. um, And when I came out, it was all I knew was the LGBT. Mm -hmm. And so I identified as gay. But then through the years, queer has just been, it just says more. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want you to box me in. I don't want you to tell me who I am. What I'm telling you with this is there's a lot to me. And this is how I identify. But I don't, just exclusively say queer. I will go to gay. I will be because I don't think they have to be. They they take one away from the other.
2: And, and this is this is uh, just, uh, in the acronym LGBTQ. Yeah. Is the Q questioning or it is, is it either?
0: Queer? It is queer or questioning. They use them both ways. So that's why they'll say... So, if they put them out, they'll
2: say lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, uh, queer, or questioning. So. In that, because I could see how people could become a little confused if if that's inside LGBTQ, but the Q is all encompassing. I could see how that could be. Well, I guess if people.
0: you don't say, but when we're saying the actual word queer, they can't get it confused with questioning because I just, you know, I just said to these people queer. Sure. And so that I feel like is more of an excuse to some people who don't want to go. And we're going to talk about. I got some comments online today that give some. Have an idea of why some people argue it, but uh, when it comes to you, CS, tell me what you think about this alphabet.
3: You know, for me, the word queer is rooted in so many negative connotations yeah. because where I came from, I heard that word on a constant basis as a right. way to demean me or find right. some way to bring me down, so I've never really identified with the term or the concept of yeah. queer. Mm-hmm. yeah, Because I guess in a way, my brain was programmed at an incredibly early age to associate yeah. that with negative ideology. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And when I was, I remember going to PFLAG when I was first out and I there was a uh, gentleman there who identified as queer. And back then I had the same exact feeling. It was and pretty it, radical at the time. It kind of right? made me feel, mm-hmm. and it was more political and it was more associated with things I didn't want to associate with. And uh, so I was uncomfortable back then. I'm just like, you know, that's, and, and it's changed. I understand, so you know the, I understand this idea of uh, reclaiming, this reclamation mm-hmm. of the language, which is what they're trying to do. But as I was having conversations online today, I said, what is most important is that we understand where we came from or we're never going to understand where we are, where we're going with this word. We understand and respect that some people have had not a good time with this word Uh, queer was a weapon for hundreds of years i mean look it started with the it was a court case back um the father of the guy that was dating oh give me his name he was an old uh playwright it was in the 1700s and uh he found out his son was in a relationship with this person and then sued him and in the court case they uh he used the word queer and that's where query began. And it was used as a weapon. It was a way because mm, you're a little weird and I don't like you. And so there's, and then it was used forever. But then we also get in the eighties, we, uh, you know, act up in queer nation and all the people who were fighting for people, our brothers and sisters who were dealing with HIV, um, they tried to reclaim it. And I don't think we were ready. I think some people were and good for them, um, and it took me longer. And then I was like, okay, I can do this. But we have to remember to respect some people. Are, it doesn't matter. Also, are we going to use this as uh, the forest? Can we see the forest through the trees? Are we going to use this as the hill to die on, as we, we've said in this uh, this group before? Why are we? So we're using this so the people who identify in any of the letters can fight with people who, because they say queer is okay with me. Or the people who are like, this hurt me. And I don't want to do it, but I'm mad at these people for bringing it. I feel like that's exactly what culture kind of wants us to do. You know what I mean? Is take each other out. Because I understand what you were saying, Cés, which is there is so much negativity that can be, especially from those of us who came up either in a specific way, specific era, specific uh, place in time. Uh, it sort it of, wasn't like it is
2: today. It sort of poses the question of, Just because this newest generation is comfortable with this and uh, maybe even pushing it, trying to make it become normalized. Does that does that sort of mean that that gener the you know the current generation is sort of forcing the previous generation sort of with these right. emotional um attachments to the word and sort of scars yeah. they're sort of forcing them saying either you're going to get on board or you're you're now the new bigot which is such a yeah. weird twist. in our own community yeah. we're yeah.
0: like you fucking suck and it's like and that's what gets me angry that's why uh place a mutual respect and every person I talked to today who had a negative thing to say about it I, because I wanted to interact with each of them, we would talk about mutual respect. They were so great with that. That's all they want is let me just not be okay with this. Let me, you, I'm fine if you're okay with this. This isn't mine. But um, I wanted to read a couple of comments. One of the comments was, for years, queers elicit, queer elicited a visceral reaction. Speaking as a late 50s guy who's uh Formative years were in the late 70s and 80s. Over time, and seeing that it had been reclaimed for me, it still refers to those younger than this guy, but no longer seen as derogatory term. So, And so we had a little conversation. He understands. like He's like, I get it. I get it that they are making this better for them. But for me, my experience was still negative, and I am not okay with that experience, so I can't embrace it. But he was fine with, you know, you do what you're going to do, but I still need to be allowed to this is who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't personally think we got a lot of discourse in this, com- in any community, let's be honest, at all in the world. But in our community, I think it's so important because there's so much stacked against us and people coming at us that you would hope, when there are some people that, don't, that just want to tear things apart, you know what I mean? Yeah. Thoughts, thoughts on the on that alone. I every time I do a British fake British accent, which I go into, I always if I'm talking to you, I'm always like, oh, I should probably not do that because you have family from there, and I'm like, I probably. <laughs> oh, it's embarrassing. Okay. Embarrassing to me. But. That's
3: okay. Well, I think you know a lot of it. A lot of today's generation needs to realize that that word uh, was a negative word for a different generation, and. And I completely agree with what that, what that person said, you know, in, in my opinion, I still see that as a negative word, but if that is manifested into something positive for you, that feels more inclusive for you, then by all means use it, but don't expect me to, to see your point of view because I just can't.
0: Yeah. Or to adopt it. I mean, that's the big thing to feel like you're not, you were even saying, you know, that to feel like you're the bad guy, if you don't you know, embrace this word. I am the slowest person to change in the world. Um, I found my way to it. When we were, uh, people talk to us about the title of this show all the time. Um, And love you guys, I do. Uh, But one of the things was, well, when I was talking to Kurt and we were trying to figure out what do we call this, I just wanted, for me, I wanted something broad. Mm -hmm. I wanted something that was more, and I didn't think, I, I didn't even think about how I felt about it because first, I don't think I had rechecked in with myself. Over the years. So what do you think, what's your first reaction when you, the kids or whoever, you know, come out and they're like, I'm queer. Like, what is your first visceral reaction? reaction?
3: For me, I think it's actually a sigh of relief that something that was rooted in so much hate and anger is now being used as a way to identify oneself in a positive light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think about, so this
0: is an interesting question too. A whole other word. What do you think about the reclamation of the word faggot?
3: I don't smoke, thank you.
0: <laughs> right, that works for, you, for your cultural background. I still am not but I I try to be like non-judgmental towards other gay
1: guys who want to use it. Right. What do you think of that? I for some reason I I do have a visceral reaction to that one, right. but not queer. yeah. And it might have just been well, it, it probably unpacked like a childhood word. trauma. Like, right. Right. <laughs> it, is. It's what?
2: it does sound like a harsher word. I mean, it's a, it's it a, does. audibly it is a harsher word. Than... I
0: saw some movie where they pronounced it fago. That's, I'm like, that seems better.
2: It's a really nice restaurant, actually. I've been there right, right. Say <laughs> hey, That sounds like a sauce you'd buy at right?
0: the store. And then there's something mm-hmm. about that hard tea. and that But yeah, so it's funny because when we talk about words and how we reclaim them, Everybody has a different reaction between queer and faggot. You know what I mean? Faggot for me, I was less, like, I wasn't beat as much with queer as I was with faggot. Mm. Faggot came with a rock. Fab- fab- faggot came with a fist. Faggot came with breaking the windows of the place that I worked at, right. you know? And I think I would have that same reaction if queer came with those same things. Uh, but I, I try to be that open-minded, you know guy who's like okay i get but that's how i feel when you talk about listen good for you this is not this is not mine i feel that way about that word um, i'm never gonna be that guy who's like hey fag-, with my friends that's not gonna be me <laughs> like just saying that word so many times there's this tickle in the back of my throat mm-hmm. like oh
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah and for me i For what I'll say start to start is this all. It's really hard to know where to land because it's all really feelings, emotionally based. It's not like there's like hard rules for this stuff. So it's person to person. It's going to change, and it's really hard to know where to start out with people. You know, if if you should start with queer, LGBTQ, or gay, or usually just best to ask, I guess. But for me, in my generation, I, or for me personally, I should say. Um, I grew up in the closet. I, I feel like I never got clocked for being gay, yeah. uh, until I was 18 and came out. And then yeah. that all, that all, you know, cavalcade of stuff with my, my you family, but faggot. I never <laughs> had it directed at me. I heard it around me. I saw it in movies and TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I could just blend in this straight and it wasn't a yeah. question. So I, I I'm yeah. kind of lucky about that since then I've heard it once or twice directed at me, but right. it was n- I, I never grew up with the word to the point where it, became a visceral thing for me when I heard yeah, it. It, yeah. it. I mean, I could definitely, when I hear the hatred behind it, I can definitely get, you know, oh, I can understand. Well, yeah. But yeah. just the word itself doesn't tr- trigger any, any yeah, sort of, you know, particular kind of, yeah. uh, emotions in me. And I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm just, you know, yeah. I, I, I have a different experience than even people other right. people my age. have had Could a you ever different...
0: see yourself uh, <laughs> like, let's say Drake is like, hey, you know, hey, faggot. You, could, it, would that ever be something that would be in... And some people can get okay with it, and there's no right wrong or any other but you could you see like where is your mind space there like a friend of yours who you know forever yeah yeah and that's their it doesn't a vernacular a f- it
2: doesn't affect fa- like I it doesn't I, I know that it's used for shock value and that's the only time I ever hear it in my friends is when they oh, sort of want oh yeah. be provocative yeah. um I, I don't really hear people identifying as a faggot I don't yeah I, like, it's not like I don't think that we've been yeah, there yet in the culture I yeah, yeah, yeah um I, I think it's mostly used either in a derogatory way or for a shock value and that could be yeah. on either side really yeah um
0: Well, and one of the things you said, which is, I think the way I am uh, able to take my time and get used to things and kind of go with this, which is I truly believe, Maya Angelou, I believe, said it, who we all know is my favorite uh, poet. um, When someone shows you who they are, believe them. So I wait for them to tell me. Mm -hmm. You tell me. I don't want to assume anything. I'm going to be human and, and, and mess things up. But when someone tells me, then I know. And I'm okay with waiting for you. I mean, I might get a little weird if like I would like you to address me as faggot. I would maybe be like... Uh, well, those uh, are my pronouns. So yeah, anytime, yeah, 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 right. Like, exactly. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to... Like, uh, um, Add that letter to the alphabet. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly.
3: LGBTQIAF. And, yes, and then <laughs> let's see what happens.
0: <laughs> then then it, I think we would have a whole different relationship with the South. To be yeah. Honest. yeah. Right. <laughs> right in that in that moment. But there are other letters in this alphabet that have allowed us to evolve as people. Now I get it. Uh, our country is very bad at allowing people to evolve. You know, I will still remember Hillary Clinton, which I'm not taking yay or nay on her. I, I don't mind her. But when we weren't allowed because of the whole DOMA thing, she's running for president the first time and people are are mad at her because her husband had created Doma. And she said notoriously that her, her thoughts and opinions of it had evolved and people lost their shit. And I thought, wait, if we're not allowed to evolve our thinking, what exactly? Like there's, that is a legitimate answer, in my opinion, because we all change. Listen, I used to. This is gonna be sound disrespectful, but I used to hate Taylor Swift, and my opinion evolved, and now I'm like, oh, she's smart. She's a smart. <laughs> she's a smart businesswoman. We. That's how humanity works. But of course, we wanted to. To I think media took a lot of side in that. But as we look at this, I was never identified. I never identified self identified as queer ever for decades. Right. Um. And then I found myself evolving, but now for some reason, we're mad at trans people. We're mad at people wanting to change pronouns. We're mad at non-binary, anything that isn't like, it's like we're, you know, there is this class of people who are like, listen, we let you have the four letters. And that was it, you know, and we barely let you have bi. You know what I mean? Because we we give a lot of shit to our bi uh, brothers and sisters. What do we see as, because I, I also feel like as we move into the future, those letters will continue to expand because humanity, that's how it works. We are going to find ways to, that we can get into where we feel like our skin is our skin. You know, we're going to, going to identify, but we're not, and it's going to be a fight because every time you change something a little different, people get pissed off at you. So I'm curious about relationships. I know you'll have a lot to say. I want to know them. Uh, I want to talk about the relationships of that alphabet because it changes with life and this idea that we don't evolve. Like, I, I don't understand that idea that we we don't. It, because I'm thinking, I see people in this room nodding when I talk about what well, we evolve as humans. And then, but there's this whole group of people that act like that's not a
1: thing. And I don't understand that. You work with kids yeah yeah <laughs> who are constantly evolving yeah. thank God they're evolving yeah. um, and I would say even I would say the call is coming from within the house <laughs> like the the problem was within the community itself yeah. to start oh, with. That's a good it's not just straight cis people who are the yeah. problem uh, it is the first couple of letters you're talking about not yeah. recognizing there is a longer list of letters well, we in don't a lot like of to ways. admit that. Oh, exactly yeah. right. Because we're sitting on our privileged little oh, we've got marriage now. We've got protections in most states. We're good yeah. to go. Yeah. Nope. That's what comes with privilege <laughs> when we
0: feel because we've had it for longer than than we've had those rights. You know, in the past, there's a privilege there. So therefore, we're allowed to look down our nose at everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. I have never stopped to go. I mean, I I do have opinions about our
1: community, but that's fascinating. You're right. A lot of it does come from ourselves from our the- that's our why letters. it took so long to have trans and non-binary representation yeah. in our pride festivals across the country. And you're right. Lesbian and gays, boy, we, you know, back
0: when I came out, we were all so proud of those two letters. And we, listen, we want time for the... That's a true statement. Mm-hmm. I, there was a lovely woman named Fran um, who was lived in Leavenworth. I was in Wenatchee when I came out. And was the very first trans person I had ever met. And the shit I watched her take hmm. over because this is P flag, which parents and friends of lesbians and gays, there were the leather letters were not there. People did not want her there. And I think it was because I knew her that it made me go, don't be a dick. You know, that's my philosophy. And le- that's my religion. That's mm-hmm. all I need is don't be a dick. My mother met her. It changed everything to know someone, another letter in that alphabet. You know what I mean? What's your experience with the alphabet the queer alphabet i guess i don't know it's an alphabet though
3: um well lately it's been um a a blend of you know overwhelmingly supportive and overwhelmingly negative um i just you know identified as non-binary just a little over a year ago um and much to my surprise a lot of people um of course who am i expected have been very supportive but You know, a lot of people just find it confusing. You know, lesbians think I'm um, an affront to their femininity. Gay men think I'm an an insult to their masculinity. And it's just like, you know, I thought we were all part of this community because it was our heteronorm cisgendered counterparts that were ostracizing us. So why are you doing the same?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you came to the same conclusion. The call is in the house, bitches. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's right there. Why is... What was that? Well, that's fucking sucks. I just need to stop and say it's because it seems like yeah, Mm -hmm. it seems like why is it so hard? Well, you know what I mean.
2: If I had to guess, humans are always adverse to change, Mm -hmm. for sure. And and uh, the you know the LGBTQ plus community is no exception to that. Unfortunately, it it, I think thankfully years you know the years go by we're going to be seeing normalization and people becoming more human about it. Just like uh, when, you know, uh, bisexuality was very controversial and people yeah. were real. What well, do you mean when that. it was controversial? Yeah. Much <laughs> less so now, it. but I mean, yeah. it is much less, yeah. so, but it's it just is. the, yeah, I, I think that it just takes even the most progressive people for some reason, hold on to what they think is right. And then they realize they're wrong. Eventually it, it mm-hmm. happens, but it, for a while it's going to be just dealing with people and, until they finally uh, lower their, until they finally drop their pride and say, not you know what I mean until they finally drop it and say okay you know what I could be wrong about this I'm going right. to look at this differently the and the funny finally...
0: thing is uh <laughs> those of us who lived through that oh we're good we're oh we're not good anymore. oh we're good we're, we're so I worry that is this day ever ever going to come no where we yeah exactly no is the exact answer and that's that's like you hope to get a little better a little better a little better what was it like that's a An evolution, it's very brave, but to find the evolution of, you know what? No, this is also part of who I am. What was it like to, how does that even begin when it was never offered to us? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then finally, finally, there is this thing that I was talking to uh, someone the other day and they're like, it was like this, oh my God, like this, this feels, it fits me and had no idea where, what was missing. And then she, she found her comfort, and she found her evolution, and she knew this was what she was missing. What was the evolution of this like for you?
3: For me, I wanted so desperately to have some sort of representation in the real world of who I felt. You know, we all have idols and icons growing up, people that we look up to. But there weren't any overtly looking masculine men that presented themselves in an overtly feminine manner. Yeah. And I was honestly living in a, in a, in a, in a very conservative city in a red county. I was, I was, I was fearful. Yeah. Um, and then one day I discovered this program on Netflix called Queer Eye. And
1: yeah. there was
3: somebody named Jonathan Van Ness. And from that moment on, I, that was the representation I was looking for. Just yeah. his mere presence in popular culture made me realize Oh, that is, that is who I am. I finally had the courage to admit that to myself and start living that level of authenticity. I I learned a lot from Jonathan Van Ness. I'd never,
2: I I don't think I'd ever realized what non-binary meant. I, I never knew anybody that identified that way. And so seeing Jonathan Van Ness and I'm like, I really, I really engage with this person. I really like this person, mm-hmm. and they're introducing something new to me that I've never really thought about before. It became, it, it made it very accessible for people to learn about it just, just from that the program.
3: Absolutely. And
0: their fearless way of just being mm-hmm. is what I'm always so floored by, mm-hmm. because it allows people to get. You know what? This is I, this is just who I am. I'm going to come mm-hmm. and like when he did. He did a a a, a series that was about education and he would go to, I'm going to go visit this mechanic and, and not once did he change how he presented and how he wanted to be show. Listen. And it was always, you know, he went to the mechanic. I believe he was in the South to show up in his fabulous dress. Cause that's what he wanted. And I, that is what blew me away. Just, and it is that ability to stand and just be, this is just who I am that I think changed it for a lot of people. That went, oh my God, if he can do this and not be afraid, yeah, that was then it. maybe I can do this that too. That was it.
3: And it has changed my life. I am happier now than I have ever been in the 38 years that I've been on this planet. Mm-hmm.
0: I sent you a note. Uh, and when I got back, and uh, after we had seen each other again, and I said, what is crazy to me is the light that is there. You always fabulous. That's why I was always drawn to you. But is night and day? the way you glow now. And I'm like, fuck, what? In the end, (laughs) fuck everybody. That's exactly how we all should be able to be, to live. Also, I love, listen, anybody who gets a chance to find uh, you on Instagram, because you're fabulous. I am in awe always uh, of what, I mean, I think I told you that when we left the last time, you had worn this absolutely beautiful sweater. And our beautiful intern, Daniel, was like, I'm like, right? (laughs) It's just, you're allowed to be who you are and you're allowed to express yourself the way you express yourself. And it, you, you do, it is this reflection of basically the fearlessness of Jonathan Van Ness. But why are we so afraid to let people live their authentic selves? That's what I wanna know. What do we think in this room? You know, we've all, whether it's coming out as gay or whether it's uh, identifying as non-binary or working with the kids, why is it so, uh, so fearful of society to allow people to just be? Anybody, any thoughts?
3: I think it's human nature to fear what's different mm-hmm. um, yeah. and what's not a constant relative force in the world. Um, if something comes along that disrupts societal norms, it's just human nature to, to fear it. Now it can sway either way. It can become a learning educational opportunity where people start to develop a greater awareness of what this difference is, or it can do the opposite. It can polarize and ostracize people.
0: And it's, and I just want to say my personal belief is that's a choice. You, here you go. You can, uh, you can uh, react in these, these ways and any of those ways you're reacting is the choice you made, and we need to get better at choosing I, to come at it in education, mm-hmm. in openness. I
2: think there's knee-jerk reactions. I, I see things slightly differently. I think, there's yeah. an, I think there's knee-jerk reactions, and I think um, as a society, we've come a long ways because we, right. we've— ex- now, gay people are normal and almost boring. You know, <laughs> I know. Depending on where you live, you know. It's yeah, like, exactly. And, and now we, we have down we're making we're, we're making now. new steps and yeah. new communities and making sure they're being represented. But yeah. Um, yeah, if, if I came out as gay, you know, 70 years ago, people would be worried. They wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't just be, like, you, annoyed. They'd be, like— You wouldn't be coming out as gay. <laughs> right, yeah. Coming out as dead, maybe. That's exactly—that's yeah. the point I'm making, is yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I'd either be in an asylum or I'd right. be, you know, beaten yeah. to death at some point. You know, it just—people that had self-preservation at the time wouldn't come out. Yeah. So yeah. now, um, I think I, I think people have natural responses. I think as humans, it's normal to be— um, have an involuntary thought that comes to your head and an, an yeah. involuntary thing you want to say yeah. when anything's presented to you. But yeah. when it comes to something that's just foreign to you, I think people have learned better to maybe it's for their self-preservation yeah. to not say something bigoted and not say something thoughtless That is careless. what it should be. See, this yeah. is the
0: thing. You can have your knee-jerk reaction all you want, but the evolved human... <laughs> Then stops and goes. Okay, I'm gonna need to process this and find a different way. You're just
2: assuming more people are evolved than actually are evolved. I think.
0: Uh, no, that is a true statement. Yeah. I don't assume nothing. People are not evolved. We need to be more evolved. Um, but the problem is, unless we start talking about it, unless we start going, mm, maybe we need to everybody take a moment check ourselves. Uh, we because there, as you said yourself, there are people in the gay community who have not, maybe not the nicest things to say, even about trans people. And I thought we were beyond, I thought we were getting beyond that. Um, we're not. They're in our own community, and we're still going to judge them. Listen, it gets so, you can narrow it down even to um, ageism in the gay community is gigantic. Uh, body, uh, body positivity in the gay community is horrendous. Uh, there are, we, we are really good at hating ourselves Mm -hmm. that we have made like, and it's why we put ourselves in these categories. We down to, I mean, you can take it, you know, bears, chubs, otters, uh, chasers, uh, it gets foxes. And I mean, we will micro manage ourselves as if we're saying, Hey, don't listen, haters out there. Don't worry about We got it. We got us covered and it's fucking bullshit. And that's what I want to start talking about because it doesn't change. Talking to these, I was so thrilled because I have had bad reactions. But to have these beautiful men, it's because a lot of the opinions were very generational. Uh, these beautiful men who have been hurt and are older be able to, I think they appreciated that this person wasn't going to beat them over the head. i You say what you need to say and we find a way forward. The problem is we're going to attack each other and no one's talking about the way forward. It's not, we're going to beat you down just like a hate crime until you're bloody in the dirt. And that's not how we heal. We can only learn. It's not how we heal. None of it. Yeah. It has to be discourse. It has to be, I've learned, I have to say conversation sometimes because some people like intercourse, discourse, disc. It's a word. Look it up. No, no. no, right. Right. Uh, But, you know, those are the things. People ask why we do, you know, we get asked a lot about the live show and what this show is. You know what it is? It's that we all need to learn to celebrate life together because life is fucking short. It is not easy for a lot of people. So is it more people together? Better? And, yes, we are nowhere near it, and we can't be naive, and that's way beyond when I pass away and the world goes on. But it doesn't mean we don't start trying. You know what I mean? We still need need that here. I love you guys are so nice because you're like, yeah.
3: I'm yeah, just like so focused fix. on what you're saying. I'm just like, <laughs>
0: which he's is a saying great So I right. guess
2: I guess maybe a question I have yeah. is what what's the way forward here when it comes to. When it comes to our community, when it comes to other people, how are we going to? I guess it is talking about it, but we've talked about it for a while. Just learning but to accept. But we haven't others. done the
0: work. I just had this conversation mm-hmm. at my day job. What, what's the work? I guess that is what I'm we saying. have to. Talking is great. Yeah, that's beautiful, and we need to do it. But if there's no action behind the words, well, fuck you, because we just waste it. Time. So you're correct. What, is, what are ways, what are things we take and move forward? I think part of it is being fearless and standing up to be seen. Being seen is super important. It takes bravery, yeah. especially in a lot of, a lot of
2: social star- especially circles. Especially when, when we're buddied up to Idaho. It takes a lot oh, of yeah. uh, courage, I think. Yeah, in some ways, yeah.
0: Agreed. Yeah. And then further north. In I- and, and listen, there's some pretty places without some pretty people. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. Yeah. Been there. You work with children. We need to be working with our youth. We need to be supporting our youth because they are the ones that are evolving more than I could ever dream of evolving. Um, But there has to be more. There has to be not afraid to have conversations with people maybe you wouldn't normally have that conversation with. Or not be afraid. I think of it when someone will come at me with their very strong opinion about certain things and not being afraid to continue to hold my truth, Mm -hmm. even in that. And you can do it in a loving way. Well, and you I, can like, do
2: that. I, I feel like I'm talking too much. Sorry. But no, uh, at my work, I mean, I'm, I've am i decided it's just best and most convenient for me to not t- tell my coworkers that I'm gay. Yeah. So they don't know that. And they'll right. be very uh, forthcoming with what they think about, you know, uh, gay people and mm-hmm. you know, transgender people and, yeah. and what have you. Um, but I've still found my ways to not, not concede certain points and not... Um, not make them feel entirely validated in what they're saying yeah. by challenging them challenging them in specific ways. And I yeah. think I do this just as a person in general, where I won't completely shut down what you're saying. I'll find sort of the the hinge point of what you're saying and just ask questions about that. And yeah. sometimes that can be enough for people to even take a step back and be like, well, yeah, I guess you're right. right. You know, it's like, right. you know, why, wh- like, why are, you know, I'd be like, why, you know, what's wrong? What's really wrong with, right. uh, I'm like, I'll be like, eh, live and let live. And they'll be like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, I guess now, but yeah. well, I have a meeting later. And yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't agree.
0: I want the day to come where uh, Drake just surprises you and like kisses you on the cheek or something, and they will lose their fucking mind. And I'll say and he's Italian. I want he's it Italian. filmed. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and I want it filmed because that stuff that stuff makes me happy. Part of, uh, like, in in uh, talking to that point, I want to say part of it is if we accept... If we accept how people see us and we we don't uh, stand up, I think that's part of the problem. You know what I mean? If we because we we teach we teach others how to be how we are to be treated, mm-hmm. and that's but it makes sense. It's a valid thing in this in this society. You know, it's not against that, but it's a okay. It's gonna take more. We have to find ways to change. It's culture, people. We
1: have to change culture. We've let it get away with some shit. And I think part of the problem is we teach how to be nice to difference. Yeah. And other like and the minority when yeah. being different actually isn't the minority. No. Right? No. That's like so it's this whole this heteronormative this cisnormative yeah. rut. That our entire culture yep. is in, and we've allowed we a false rock narrative. Yeah, so it's like I, and this happens in every work field. So I yeah. years ago, I was getting my hair cut at Supercuts, uh, and it must have been before Valentine's Day because the small talk conversation mm. was, "Oh, do you have a girlfriend? Are you taking out on a oh, date?" Yeah. And da, 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 as mm-hmm. I have a pair of clippers next to my head, <laughs> right? Uh, so, I, and like this total stranger, she was just trying to be nice and like, right. Get her a paycheck, sort of a thing. Um, she wasn't doing anything wrong necessarily, yeah. but what if she just asked what I was doing for the holiday? All right. these different things. Like, stop making right. the norm. Yeah. this one path and f- like enforcing me to out myself.
0: Exactly. One of the things that we talk a lot about right now is don't put the burden of education yeah. on the people you want educated about, you know, don't do, I mean, what she want you to say, uh, I'm going out with my boyfriend that, that shouldn't be yours to do it. She should be a little more. She doesn't have to figure out that you're gay, but just be aware of your language mm-hmm. of what you're, of what you're saying. But the truth is it can't, we educate because that's a part of who some of us are, but we, it shouldn't be expected. Mm-hmm. And we do in this society. I mean, you'll ask, uh, um, anybody, I mean, it was a big deal. I was watching, uh, I'll admit, I was watching Real Housewives. Uh, Which and one? I want to, I don't, and I want to say it was New York. Okay. So I hadn't caught up. I, I didn't watch New, Real Housewives for years. And then, you know, sometimes you're bored and you're like, I just need something that doesn't matter. There's no brain to it, so I watch it. And there's this amazing woman on there, and she talks about because she's an African American woman, and she, she, no, she will call you right out and say it is not my uh, job to educate you to make you feel better about me being in your space. And mm-hmm. I'm like, fucking yes, that's what. Do you know who I'm talking about? I
1: don't, because I have must pieces <gasps> back. Okay. Oh,
0: you got what? She's new. She's new. So listen, I hate to give a. Uh, Real Housewives, much. Sounds uh, like she's perfect airline. for a reality show, <laughs> right? Exactly, and wh- and it was that it, that's what got me thinking. Oh, she she right? Like I can't expect someone else. It's not their job to educate me, because the other thing that someone said was,
2: uh, we have the internet now. There are lots of resources that you can go educate yourself. Well, I think I think there's a balance because if someone if someone's sincerely coming to you. That's different. Hey, yeah. Please help me. That's one thing. I guess in an everyday everyday social situation, it it does become um, taxing to have to um, make clear, you know. uh,
0: And I think it all comes with the nuance
2: of yes, you know. All this is nuance. I guess I I guess I sometimes I'll hear what you say and I'm like, well, here here's the nuance part, you know. But (laughs) I I, I know there's nuance in all of this. I'm just saying that there should be. with with my friends, you know, I've had times where they. I think sometimes we have to re- rebuke our friends for yeah. different reasons. And or sometimes real. it's because maybe I'm, I'm uh, I'm saying something ignorant about a, uh, a community that I didn't even realize was ignorant or yeah. what have you. Yeah. And, and sometimes you just need a friend to kind of knock yeah. you upside the head. Yeah. Figuratively, or maybe literally depending on your, yeah. I no mean, friend. yeah. <laughs> to, to basically set you straight, but I don't think obviously in every social, social situation, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, right. I don't know how to have just everyday people realize what they're doing is wrong. Right. Without it's hard. You rebuking them and that's tough and so there's, i don't know when that's gonna happen there's I
0: don't know that, when that balance. Gonna happen. i had a friend i use marco polo a lot because i enjoy seeing people's faces when i talk to them so uh so we send videos back and forth it's kind of like a video texting so my friend in california her name's malia and i absolutely adore her and i've known her for a while now she's on her she's talking to me she's like yeah and this guy was coming at me and he was all being all kissy face and being and she is she know not have time like she's all about, she's a tomboy, you know. And she goes, and I told him, "You cut that gay shit out." And out of nowhere, her face just freezes. <laughs> she's like, "I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not against you. I should." And that's my other favorite thing: if you're friends with people, they'll educate themselves. Sometimes <laughs> they're like, "Oh, that's right, you're gay." <laughs> and I'm not saying it's not that hard to to f-
1: forget with me. <laughs> so so it's, it's a thing. Or when another friend will like, "Oh crap." they said that now I got to shut them up before he yes! gets mad. Yes, like, exactly. And I was like, okay, and go for it. it. Like,
0: and then it's fun. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you get Grab to the just popcorn. step back. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. It's a, it's a popcorn moment.
3: Well, there are other people, you know, that have been through so much crap like myself that they have enough courage to take that opportunity to oh. put that person in their place <laughs> yeah. when they need to be. <laughs> yeah. The perfect example of that was uh Christmas uh, Christmas Day. We decided to hell with cooking. Let's just let's go out to eat. So we went to the Ruby River Hotel, went oh, to the yeah. Osprey. And uh, there was this uh, couple that was sitting at the table next to us and noticed the stunning black evening gown that I was wearing. Oh, and so uh, the, the dad, I, was who was trying so hard to whisper, but you could clearly hear what he was saying, he's like, that is just the strangest thing I've ever seen. Do you suppose that that's a cultural thing? What? And uh, and I could just hear him just going on and on and on. And what I said, dude. What culture did he think you were from? I, mean. I don't know. <laughs> a tanga where men wear dresses i don't know he's obviously french yeah that's (laughs) right so i finally just got a point where i was like i can clear he's obviously talking about me so i turned around and said it's called nine non-binary google it
0: that's beautiful
3: 10 minutes later he comes over to the table and says i am so sorry (gasps) i offended you i have taken care of your check for the evening
0: oh that's so oh my there are good people out there who so get all, it. all it and took, i guarantee he
3: googled it yeah oh yeah, yeah. well no because i saw <laughs> yeah. him and his whoever is whatever was whoever was with them daughter yeah. wife or whatever grabbed out their phone and i could see him that's going beautiful yeah you yeah. don't
0: have a lot of fear i mean you do step right out, and I, no. I admire that about you because i even listen i've been on mics for how many 20 30 years now <laughs> there are still moments where i'm like oh i don't want to with that. Mm-hmm. You
3: know what I mean? It wasn't always that way though. I had to yeah. go through a lot of hell to build up the courage to be able to put people back in the place where they yeah. were trying to throw me from. Plus, right. yeah, living four years in New York City, yeah. you develop a very you, tough exterior you have over to. time. Hey, I'm <laughs> yeah. being non binary here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm freaking wearing the dress. Get the hell out of my way. Exactly. <laughs> also,
0: I mean, I also love this like I get we were talking before, uh, Daniel. And I were talking about the nails, painting the nails, Mm. and that people get pissed if guys paint their nails. And it's so weird to me. We decided as humans what was female and what was. We gendered them. With dresses, all of these things. And then we get very angry when the rules we made up
2: are being challenged. It's yeah, in general, people that take care of themselves and care about their appearance are feminine, and people yeah. that don't care and just throw themselves together are masculine. And, right. And even just people, even just Hollywood has changed that, you know, yeah. where people are like, wow, that guy's fixing his hair in the mirror. Oh, is he, yeah. is he one of those people? <laughs> you know, exactly. and then But now it's like taking pride in your appearance has changed, and the way yeah. that you show pride in your appearance has changed. And so, again, we're getting there, but yeah. it, there's still plenty of people who self- really
3: triggered by nails. I
0: know. It's this huge thing. It makes me want to paint my nails. It's
3: hypocritical, um, you know, cause yeah. I bet a lot of those straight guys that are saying that idolized those eighties hair bands that painted their nails and right. makeup and had no problems with that's it. a good point because
0: also, yeah, they would cheer them on. Why was it okay? It's, it also comes with framing. Like how have we framed this? Well, these are just, I mean, hair bands. Listen, if we were going to go gender roles, those hair bands were all in, in the eighties. Uh, I don't understand why, and that was okay then because it was okay.
1: because half of them were known as some of the biggest womanizers of the day. I mean, that's they, a ha- true they had to balance it out. Yeah. You know, it's their own PR teams oh, were balancing that oh,
0: out. Yeah, you just mm-hmm. made a very good point. Can we just admit to the role media has played in the fucked upness of our of our world? Just and and it's becoming more and more obvious now. But you're right; it's the way their PR people decided to push it, it's the way, it's why, if you do something that is considered morally implorable, if you don't, if you take a strong front and don't apologize, 80% of the time, people are going to go, move on. You know what I mean? And then 20% of the time, you're going to be Kevin Spacey. So, I mean, he earned, he earned it. But I guarantee you, you could find 10 other examples of something almost exactly like Kevin Spacey, and they sailed through it. You know what I mean? And how long did it take? Look at Army Hammer. How long did it take for that truth to come out and for someone to go, we probably need to pay attention to this? And for every, you know, Kevin Spacey and Army Hammer, there's a hundred. What did Army?
2: I, th- I thought he was just having weird cannibal fantasies. Did the Ar- That's part
0: of it. Uh, no, and then he started uh, getting the women who were coming out with receipts, text messages, everything, talking about how he beat them. And how? Yeah, it got. He would get violent. non consensually Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. okay. <laughs> and so no, that kept a, coming yes. out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so he kind of. I mean, it just kept going. And then, of course, then I mean, it. Mm, that was a rabbit hole that I was like.
2: That's a whole nother can of worms. Sorry, not, I, I just yeah. wanted to clarify. I didn't know what else yeah. was happening besides. that. Yeah.
0: So there, but for every, every one of them, there's a hundred. That are still at it, still getting. We never, we only have barely talked uh, in in the media about Brendan Fraser and his experience in Hollywood and him being mm-hmm. uh, forced upon by male people in a power, and people didn't want to talk to him because it made them uncomfortable. And that's why we haven't
3: heard from him in his career for the last 13 years. The whale, years, you know the whale he's yeah. going
0: to get an Oscar for the whale, I he's guarantee He's going it.
3: to get nominated, and he's going to win. And what makes yes, me so sad is he's not going to be there to get it. He's not. Yeah, yeah he doesn't yeah. feel comfortable. And it, it yeah. makes me so upset that past trauma from one person, I'm yeah. not even going to say his name, yep. um, yeah. has prevented him from achieving the level of success post-Mummy yeah. that he... I so longed for and now it's here yeah and And he doesn't want it deserved and deserved but
0: because it represents an industry i found it fascinating so um uh, adam sandler did an actor on actor and it has they he just did an interview with brendan fraser and it was fascinating because adam sandler's not afraid to ask and they're friends so he'll say it but to see the still the uncomfortableness in Brendan Fraser, even though he knows he turned in probably want, you know, a performance of a lifetime in The Whale, um, you know, telling a story that no one would tell that he honestly, during the George of the Jungle days, probably couldn't have told, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And now, but it's just this, I kind of have a lot of respect that he wouldn't, even though he's going to get an Oscar nod and hopefully the win. That he
2: is like fuck you. He, he's by the way, I, I'll just say he's a gem we've been missing out on for the last. Oh, uh, of so I, long. I, I saw him break down his career. He, you know, yeah. they started about his first role and they went through yeah. to the whale. And every, every time he talked about a movie, he would, he would gush about he, the people he worked with. Yep. He would minimize. Yep. He'd say, well, I'm not a very good actor, and I'm also not really funny, so I don't know why I was in a comedy movie, but these people helped me through it. The comedy, and the camera guys did what great, I... and this other actor was really good to play against. And he almost said nothing about himself and how he did. He was yeah. just always like, yeah. boy, everybody who was involved in this film, That's I was so happy, right. and I'm so yeah. honored. And I'm just like, let's learn about oh. you, Brett. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, I we're saw that. About yeah. you. I le-
3: saw that when he got to the uh, Encino Man. When yeah. he was talking about oh, working with, with Pauly Shore, how it was yes. Pauly Shore that helped him wow. be funny for that movie. Yeah, You know what's
0: fascinating? All, on, a, on another note in his career is it was because it was all he was allowed to be. Obviously, he's had all of this in him this whole time uh, with a performance like this. But, I mean, he was even in Six Degrees of Separation. I mean, they were there, but because we didn't promote it, we didn't talk about those performances, we were allowed to just believe he was this dumb Pretty boy, you know what I mean. Just doing these roles, and I think it's I. And this is the thing. I think everything plays into everything else. I think those attitudes play into uh, culture's issue with us evolving in our identities. It all plays into it, and I think we need to understand that it's never just this microcosm. It's never just this. Oh, it's this little issue. It's eight thousand issues that got here, and because we didn't deal with it way back when, it just continues to grow. But that man's amazing. I think, I think he has a whole new set of fans and a whole new. I think his career is sort of like it's sort of it's like just, Leslie
2: Jordan in a way. How oh, how the resurgence of awareness and then yeah. the, and then the incredible love that's coming towards yeah. Them.
0: And except, all I have to say is, please, Brendan, take care of yourself, because it broke my heart when we lost Leslie. Um, so let's keep Brendan Fraser around, please, because I, I think we need more authentic people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or yep. not? I mean, they could
3: also. Well, know. we need more people who aren't afraid to challenge the status quo. Yes, that and is people very who are going to go, well, we've been doing this for hundred years. Why don't we try something different and see right? what happens? Yeah, because yeah. the very definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result each mm-hmm. time.
0: Exactly. We were waiting for the one moment in the show where I lift my hands like I'm at a prey service, and there Still it is. making sure
3: your <laughs> shoulders work.
0: Yeah, I know. I do, but I just get excited. I mean, even talking about Brendan Fraser and all of that gives me chills. Because it's someone standing for who they are. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just, ama- I mean, look, look. The, what does the Oscars mean? I mean, Will Smith can go beat you down or you can have respect for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and do this. So, fascinating. So, anyways, as we, as we've solved the world's problems, you're welcome, um, <laughs> and we, we wind down, uh, what do you hope we, what do you hope we get from conversations like this,
1: more people having these conversations? What do you, what do you hope we come from? This. i think just understanding that the lgbtq community the queer community the alphabet mafia however you refer to the community yeah. is not a monolith yeah that's a good thing yeah <laughs> that it's not a monolith um and we need to continue having conversations on how we want to talk about ourselves outside the community and inside the community yeah.
0: that's a very good and very hard oh, but yeah. very important i agree and you my friend
3: i think developing the courage to be unique and be somebody rare and be somebody fearless because when you can adapt to those three mentalities you know you find yourself in a unique position where when people come at you with their stupidity and their bigotry you are compelled to such a degree to stand up and not only defend yourself but to educate them because it's very likely that that is not the first time that that has ever happened to you. And I've been a person that not only has been a victim, but has sat on the sidelines and watched somebody else be a victim. Mm. And if you can take an opportunity to develop those qualities and break that cycle within another human being, think of how many countless people that could have come after you that could have been dealing with that same situation.
0: Exactly, exactly. And I, I also think be kind to yourself in your evolution we let other people's ideas of us kind of beat us down and let yourself be kind to yourself and gentle and let yourself have that, let yourself have that evolution. Let your it, you're not a bad person. If you're scared in a moment, that moment will pass. Allow yourself that grace, you know, to find the next moment, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we don't do that. And I think, uh, it's why some of us get stuck mm. because we're so afraid and we're so wanting to be this perfect or this specific kind of way that we block our own, we get in our own ways. Mm -hmm. And if we allow maybe a little more grace uh, to us as humans, we'll get there faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's what I think.
2: Tom? Um, I I think allowing people to evolve and understanding that people aren't the way that they are, always going to be. And that could be for whether, how they identify Um, that can be for how people perceive how people identify, you know, I think on both sides, giving, giving grace, but not, but also not too much grace, I guess, you know, because you you can, you can kind of allow people to get away with stuff just because of social stigma. So I guess, you know, letting, letting people um, be themselves, but also helping them uh, improve. Yeah. It's that
0: old, it's that old adage that meet someone where they are and walk them forward. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, you don't let them stay. Yeah. I mean, help people people improve themselves
2: and, and don't, don't get in the way of people improving themselves like this. Yeah.
0: It, I mean, it's a true statement. I have to say, I feel like this has been a very special episode of Blossom. You know, where they do... And I love that because these are the things we need to talk about. And these are the things I'm intrigued on. I get emails from people who are intrigued by the the moments mm. in the show. And that what a blessing and what a uh, privilege. And so this show... I thank you all for being a part of it. I think it's an important people have been very excited that this is what we're going to talk about and to have, and I probably will get more people uh, interacting online that I put it out there and it'll be, it's a good conversation to continue to encourage forward. So glad we were able to be a part of that. So thank you both for taking time to be. Thank you. Yes. We have so much fun on our show. And remember, you can catch our show every Tuesday at thequeercentric.com. Also, if you love us, feel free to support us. Go to patreon.com. You can have T-shirts and sweatshirts and button-up shirts and stickers, and there's so many things, and also exclusive content you can't get anywhere else. Also, uh, go there because the wonderful uh, holiday digital for holiday uh, cards, you can get there, only there, they will be signed by John, my wonderful friend who did those with me and myself. You can get them there too uh, if you would like those. And I, I just Barb, when you watch this, I know you'll be there like two seconds. So we'll make sure you get them signed and delivered.
2: We'll even bring John to you. But I won't look at them because <laughs> I'm only 12.
0: <laughs> yes, because you're just 12. Yeah. What? What?
2: That's my favorite. It's probably our most watched clip. And it makes me so happy. Is when when I misunderstood what they were talking about. And I said, I asked, was that on Pornhub? And she went, what? Out of I'm nowhere. Hungry. She pauses. <laughs> she just pauses for a second. And then out of nowhere, what? You're
0: 12. <laughs> <laughs> and I, the look on your face is the best because you're like, I didn't say I was on it. I was yeah, just it wasn't
2: <laughs> my video. I was like, yeah. Right? I love it. Well, thank
0: you, everybody who always continues to watch and support us. We we welcome your comments and your your emails and your money. So uh, until next time, everyone.
1: Bye.